Welcome to the Miserly Mike Gates and his Traveling Circus podcast. Mitch Buchanan. Polly Fern. How you doing? Good, Adolf. Good. So, um, the other day, uh, I, I want to get right into this. The, the other day, um, I, uh, you, what you said something that was very funny to me. Um, I, I don't know. I think you were in here working on your bike, and um, I, I had farted. In a, in a different room and I came out here and I, I said to you that I my thoughts are quite pernicious tonight and, <laughs> and your response to that you were like oh like what and you're like you just used a word to describe your farts that I don't understand oh yeah I remember that. and you were like your 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 reaction was like so genuine you were like upset <laughs> that well, that that there's words to describe farts that you haven't heard of yet. So even though the vocabulary that I use isn't like super, neither is mine. Super wide. It's just most of the time when somebody says something, I know the word. Right. I might not use it, but I know the word. And you use something to a word to describe your fart that I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. And I mean that's that's just the word. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, my vocabulary isn't like anything substantial either. Like I have average vocabulary I'd say you know but when you when you fought the way that I fought it that day it's uh you know you reach down and you, you're, you're sitting on a few words and you're like yeah that's the one I'm going to use to describe this fight because that because it fits perfectly um it it it, 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 it um it really was a, a bad a bad one and um we're, we're both working on uh, different diets right now and we of course we're not perfect at it you know but it's it's gonna be pretty uncomfortable for a couple of weeks as far as our BMs and our flatulence is concerned. Dude, you know, I did not even put that superfood powder into my smoothie tonight because I have to work in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. You know, um, so uh, I, I I told uh, another person that lives here that moved out of your room. I, I told him that uh, Gary has um, awful, awful gas at night, and that uh, Lopez has night terrors. Good. good. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tana was like, "Oh man, I'm like, yeah, you made your bed." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I thought that was pretty funny. So Super Bowl Sunday, a game that neither one of us watched. But I did win twenty. But you did win twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean that that's that was like the other day when I found eighty bucks in my room and I was all excited and then my girlfriend was like oh yeah remember that that, that I'm like oh yeah you took it from me but it was hers so it was like I had that same excitement you had like oh I got eighty bucks I didn't do shit but then it was immediately <laughs> the money and the feeling of of, of adulation were taken away from me within ten seconds <laughs> this week I bought two scratchers I won on both of them not much but I won on both of them is that one of them the ones you showed me where you won like every single one and you but didn't was, and you didn't win any it was like twenty bucks it was twenty dollars yeah, so it was, it was like a fifteen dollar profit each, yeah space yeah and I won like four dollars on a two dollar ticket uh, last night um yeah, I, 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 and I found like ten bucks on the ground. I, I played one scratcher in my life, one scratch ticket back, back in Boston. It was on my 18th birthday. I scratched it. I won four fifty, and I was like, "Well, all right, I'm done." And that was it. You're fun to play every once in a while. Sometimes I, I, they're scented. I took, but up the thing is, here's the thing though. Um, that feeling when I won that money, my immediate feeling was get more, get more, do it, and oh. like, and because of that, because I'm an alcoholic, because mm. I'm fucking. So I'm now that I'm thinking that I've, I've been sober several years. I get that feeling again. I replace one addiction with another. Yeah, so I knew right away I'm like, I'm never doing that again. I, never. I, I hear you. I, I just, uh, I, I've never really had that um, that reaction to gambling. Well, it wasn't the gambling. It was just the win. Like, I yeah. did nothing. I, did, I, I spent $5 on my birthday. I mean, I'm 18. I'm going to buy a scratch ticket. Mm-hmm. That's something I'd never done before. And uh, I'm like, I'm not going to buy cigarettes. That's lame. You know, I'm not going to go to a strip club because in Massachusetts, they can't take their clothes off. All of them. What? Yeah. Titties? Yeah, tits. That's it. Yeah. Like, I'm going to pay fucking hundreds of dollars to go someplace and I can just, like, just hook up with a girl from high school. Yeah. You know? It, 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 bring a hundred bucks in no. singles. No. I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Besides, like, I, the, I, 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 when I first moved out here, a, a buddy of mine... He's a good dude. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love the guy, but he is a fucking fucking pervo. And uh, 
he he always goes to this place called Venus over on Beach and Orangewood. And it's like a sports bar with strippers. It's a great place. Don't get me wrong. Like, you can go in there. You can eat nachos. You can drink. And you can get a lap dance. Like, at your table. It's not like the weird, like... It's 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 a it's a unique I feel like place. That would get messy. Yeah, one time he was getting a lap dance and the chick was like splitting nachos with me, while she's grinding on his dick and he's just like, oh, this is the best end. I'm like, dude, that bitch is gonna fight. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he always wanted wanted to go there and so um, I met him there a couple times um, when I was still before I got sober and then um, I, I I went this other time actually kind of recently not well right before COVID hit it was like the February before COVID so February of twenty <laughs> and he calls me up and he's like hey dude he's like ah you want to go to Venus and usually when he'd call me up like after he I'd gotten sober I'd go there for like an hour or two of them and then I would drive him home in his car and he'd get me an Uber back like he was mm-hmm. basically being like hey I, can you come get me and you know yada 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 so I I go in there with him. And, uh, dude, like, it was just a night when there was, like, and I've never seen this there before. There was, like, six girls working, every single one of them a fucking 10. Like, these girls were fucking gorgeous, dude. Yeah. And so I'm just like, holy shit. I'm like, is this the kind of girls that work here now? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, whoa, wow. And so they're all coming over and, like, you know, like, hugging and, like, sitting on your lap and shit. And I'm just like, wow, this is fucking great. It was, like, the first time I, I was ever, like, comfortable at a strip club. So anyway, we're there for like an hour. We leave, and um, I, I I get him to his house. I get in the Uber, and I'm on the Uber in the back seat, and I'm like, oh shit! And I was I fucking smelled like fucking pussy, dude, like a stripper. Mm. And I was on my way. I was getting dropped off at my girlfriend's. And I'm, oh jeez! I'm like, oh shit! And we had just started dating like a month before. I'm like, oh fuck! I'm like, hey man, I gotta make a pit stop. It's so- where to God the Uber driver goes, you got to wash that stripper off yet? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. So I had him drop me off at home, and I changed my clothes, and then I got another Uber over there. But that's, I didn't take a shower or anything. I get to her house, and she was like, are you cheating on me? And I'm like, what? I'm <laughs> Dude, yeah. And so I was like, so I told her the truth. Um, I'm like, look, I'm like, uh, Gabe was at the strip club. I went there to get him. They bring him home. Then I took an Uber. And she believed me. You know, and uh, but the only thing I embellished about sorry was how long I was there and how many girls I actually let like grind up on me. <laughs> so, but yeah, dude. So strip strip clubs were never really my thing. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love looking at naked ladies. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't feel like I I want to pay for it. Yeah, there's Google. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and maybe my stance might have been my stance was definitely different before I got into a relationship and I was drinking. You know, I was like, I don't care, fucking whatever, let's go have fun, but. In sobriety, though, I, 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 I really have no need for strip clubs, dude. It's just the fucking... It was just throwing a bunch of money to go home and jerk off. Yeah. You know? Unless like, you find the right stripper. Right. You find the right stripper, and then you have to contend with, like, STDs. Or, like, the drug problem she has. Or she, the fucking kid she's trying to pay for. Or the utility she's trying to pay Strippers are not, like, you know, well-adjusted women. No, no. You know? Some, Some of, them of them are. Yeah, some of them, dude. I knew a girl back home that stripped her way through fucking college. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Of, a lot of <laughs> coming from Long Beach, man. I I got. I I, I was. I, I'd never been to a strip club, but I, I've had my experience with sex workers, man. And coming from Long Beach, they were all comfortable. They were all black. No. Oh. Uh, they were. They were, all, <laughs> they, they were actually funny story. The one uh, black sex worker that. Wait, uh, why are you why are you calling them sex work? Strippers aren't sex workers. They're it, they're performers. It wasn't, it wasn't a stripper. What are you talking about then? It, it was a sex worker. How the fuck have you never got anything hanging out with sex workers? And I've got chlamydia twice. Never hanging out with a sex worker. Dude, I've I've shared needles with homeless people. I've I've. I've done some dirty shit. <laughs> and I've never. Yeah, it. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I. I get it, man. It's. It's just. See that. That just proves your point. Sometimes being irresponsible, like, with just a normal person, like a normal chick, if you're stupid about it and irresponsible, like it's just as dangerous as sharing a needle. Yeah. You know, like I. I learned that lesson a couple times the hard way. 
it's my whole thinking in those situations is like, ah, oh, whatever. She's hot. It's fine. I'm not going to get this chance again. I'm just going to do it. Mm. <laughs> you know? And then, like, it, it, the, the same situation introduces itself again. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever. She's hot. <laughs> well, see, that's the, that's the difference with sex workers. Sex workers, it's like... You, you don't have to see them again? You always wear protection. Like, there's no way around it. You always wear protection. And then, what do you, Why do you keep saying sex worker? It, that, that makes it sound like you're talking about, like, a Eastern European underage sex ring. That's the politically correct way to say it. No, you can't call them hookers anymore. You, who the fuck cares what you call them? They're fucking breaking the law. You call them whatever the fuck you want. I mean, what are you going to do, tell on me? You fucking escort? Get the fuck out of here. Escort's a good one, too. You can call them that. I guess. I, I actually um, went to a bachelor party. In uh, Syracuse, and um, I, I one of the gr- a girl I, that I went to college with, she was like fucking really really hot, and we were really good friends. She was really cool, and so um, my buddies were all fucked up. They're all doing like coke and shit. And I, I mean, I was fucked up too, but I wasn't doing coke. Um, oh, what do you do? Yeah, fuck, exactly. I'm like, no, guys, I don't want any fucking coke. They're like, why? I'm like, it's because it's, it's stupid. In three hours, you're gonna be broke and wanting more, and you're gonna be annoying. I'm gonna leave. I'm going to get drunk. Done anything for me. Right. That's why I didn't do it. I fucking, I, the reason I don't do drugs, the, well, the main reason is because I'm fucking lazy and it looks like a lot of fucking work. It is. Um, the, the, the second reason was I would be drunk and I'd be like watching my friends and they're like, you know, like two hours goodbye. Oh, well, I got 20 bucks. I was called to do it. I'm just like, dude, fuck that. Fuck that. That does not look fun. There's nothing attractive about that. So they were all fucked up and I hit up my friend and I was like, hey. I'm like, uh, can you do me a favor? And she was like, what? And I'm like, look, all my buddies are all fucking coked out. She goes, oh, Danny's bachelor party? I'm like, yeah. And she's like, well, what do you, what do you need me to do? I'm like, um, they've been telling me all night that fucking coke is the best way to go. You're going to have the best night. And I'm like, so I want you. I'm going to act like I made a phone call. You're going to come get me. And I'm going to be like, yeah, this is what I'm doing tonight. And then to show them that you don't need coke to have a good time. And she's like, yeah, all right. She's like, you want me to wear something slutty? I'm like, yeah. So she fucking comes over. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm here to pick up Rosie. And they're all like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I'm just like, have fun, guys. Jerking each other off. So one, it got me out of there. And two, I was like proving a point, you know? But dude, I never, ever saw the allure of that shit. Never. And the next day, yeah, I'd have a hangover. But I would just go to the fridge and get a drink. And I'd be fine. They're just like, they can't breathe. They're all like blowing their noses. They all feel like shit. They're all broke. I'm like, well, I'm going to go get some breakfast, guys. <laughs> See you later. That's why I always did meth, man. I never had to deal with the hangover because I'd just still be up. What? You get hangovers from meth? No. No, you just. Oh, you if you were drinking as well. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah, I no. Gotcha. I, and I never really ever drink on that shit because uh, it, it just, nothing would go down right. Like, if I put anything... What about in, milk? No, if I put <laughs> anything into my mouth, man, it, 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 it just fucked my whole world up. See, I, I, this is this would usually be the point if there was another person sitting across from me, right? Like, oh, tell me one of your funniest mess stories. But yours aren't funny. They're weird. All oh, mess stories are weird. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I've already heard all of yours. Um, but yeah. uh, th- that's that's the thing. Well, that, that that's, a, like, the whole point of me saying that is, like, you ask an alcoholic, hey, tell me your funniest story. It's like, yeah, I got hammered, you know, I got into a fight, or like, I, I got, you know, my girlfriend and I got into an argument, I shit my pants, I peed my pants, uh, whatever, I got thrown out of the bar. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how it goes. I've done all that you shit. Know, yeah, I sat at home, and I fucking puked, uh, I drink, like, and they, when white people, they catalog shit. That's what they do. Well, let's see, I had, uh, I had eight beers. Um, I oh, had, yeah, yeah they to, all to they, remember they, yeah, they always fucking have like a, a, a fucking like a, a list. Like, oh, I had eight beers and then I had like four shots of tequila, uh, a chicken sandwich from McDonald's. <laughs> it's like they know everything they fucking did until they black out. But, uh, it, it, it you ask a meth head, like, hey man, what's your weirdest story? They're like, which one? Like, there's like, already, the, the, yeah, the, the, they're like, it's all one big story. Where do you want me to start? <laughs> <laughs> like, at which, which point in the story do you want me to start the story? And uh, it's like, I, I never understood. Um, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's always crazy when I when I see someone who's recovering from meth, like, how less weird they get. 
like the longer they're they 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 stay clean, you know. Like like they still have that you know they still have tendencies, but they're just tendencies, you know. Um, because how how long did you do meth for? Uh, on and off since I was eighteen. You're just twenty six. Twenty five. Twenty five, but you get sober at twenty four. Yeah. 20, yeah. So you did for a good six years, let's say. Yeah, you're still oh, gonna yeah. have. Yeah, you're gonna. You probably developed some habits, I'm sure, in those six years that kind of still like are with you. Actually, a lot of them, like uh, scanning the floor, looking for needles. I haven't done that in like. Why would you be looking for needles in here? Huh? Why would you do that here, though? That's why you haven't done it because you're not in a place where you're gonna be looking for. I used to do it wherever I went. Really? Yeah, because that was my thing. Like, some people jerk off all night. No, I'd walk around and pick up all the needles. Yeah, you'd pick up a... poop, too. Wait, yeah, I'd clean up after, you know. Let's just call it what it is. You're scooping up poop with your hand that you don't know who it belongs to. It was, a, it was a plastic bag, and I'm pretty sure I knew who it belonged to. It was a buddy of mine. You, we went over this before. Yeah. I can replay it for you. You just saw a pile of shit and picked it up and assumed that because your friends sometimes go back there, it was theirs. Not sometimes. He lived, like, right there in front of, like, a bank. What do you mean? He was homeless. So why'd you say he lived? He did live. No. He is dead now. Yeah. There's a nice spray paint memorial for him on one of the blown out windows. Really? I I, I, I was reading an article the other day. Um, By the way, um, I have to go over like a 70-page document from the city code enforcement to make sure that we're compliant with all this shit before we get our inspection. When's our inspection coming in? I don't know. Holy shit. Yeah, but it's a lot. So I was looking over it the other day, and I was kind of cross-checking shit online, and um, this is where, like, my background in academics comes in. And I'm really... That's why, that's why when, when they said they had to do this channel, was like, give it a rosy. I'm like, oh, I'm flattered, but what the fuck? Like, I'm in grad school, too. I don't have time to do this. So, but anyway, I was going... giving you... What do you think? (laughs) 70 pages. If you you paid a lawyer to go over 70 pages, you'd be forking out, like... That's why why they have me. um, Because one day, Ricky was like, well, Rosie's definitely, like, basically, like, a few classes away from, like, having a JD. And uh, he told that to Chance, but Chance was like, oh. So every time since then, I've all, any legal shit, hey, Rose, can you look over this, please? I'm like, where did you get the idea that I have a law degree? You know, and he was like, oh, Ricky told me that you're a few classes away from your JD. I'm like, that's inaccurate. I'm like, that's not true. <laughs> but he was like, well, what are you studying? I'm like, government policy, public administration. With an emphasis in environmental science, he's like, "That's good enough here." I'm like, Is he "No, right? it's not." <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I'm looking over this thing and I'm cross-referencing it online because they use examples of like, okay, you know when you write a policy or an amendment and then you did okay. <laughs> well, when you amend a policy, like an amendment, it's like it's a policy that's been written and then you amend it for certain situations. So the amendments that were made, I was cross-checking the actual, like the like the uh, genesis of the, um, of, of 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 what happened. I'm trying to speak in, in most literal and easy terms that I can to explain this. Basically, which what happened that caused this policy to be enacted and amended, cause and effect. Okay. Yeah. So I'm looking at it, and there was this um the the, the this law that was getting passed to try to get rid of sober livings in like affluent neighborhoods. Like Newport Beach and San Clemente, because you know, because there's people congregating outside and smoking. That's why we have such strict rules here about that shit. No, and I really appreciate yeah. that because I always get embarrassed when I'm in a sober right. living for the sober living. Right, and, and and everything I've done to to build grace in this neighborhood. So anyway, I'm I'm looking over it and I'm cross referencing it, and um, it happened because there was a a, a a transitional living home in Costa Mesa, and people were the residents there. We're like throwing shit at the neighbor's house. Like shit? Like human poop. Or dog shit. Like fucking monkeys? Right. Like gorillas, yes. Right. So because of, yeah, but because people are doing that, I have to do this. 
Oklahoma. I'm like, I promise you, I've never thrown doo-doo at anybody in my life. I've only seen doo-doo thrown once in my life, and it was my cousin who pooped in the water in the ocean when we were swimming in Cape Cod. He scooped the poop up in his hand, and he chucked it. Because I told him if he did it, I didn't want it floating and striping up against my face. Yeah, poop is buoyant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've shit in the river. Well, this was an ocean. Strong, no, stronger water. current. Like, if you poop in the ocean, it's going to sit around there for a while. You poop yeah. in the river, the river takes it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the it, poop's just kind of... It was more of a canal. You know? Providing <laughs> drinking water to the... Uh, some desert cities. You are a fucking gem. <laughs> you really are a gem. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to uh, talk about what's happening on Tuesday, and then we're going to talk about what else is happening and how I um, literally, for the first time in f- almost four years, said the sobriety, the, the, uh, the serenity prayer like 15 times in an hour. Yeah. Can we also talk about my uh, sad Girl Scout story? Yeah. Sure. Okay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Mike Gates Madness Podcast. Mitch Buchanan. Polly Firm. Mitch Buchanan. What's that? Girl Scout. It's little people. Very abstract. So is your fucking hair. Are you going to tell the story? Yeah. Did you just fought? I tried, but I felt like it was about a shit. Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> so yeah, there was a there was so I worked next to Albertsons and there was a Girl Scout out there uh, selling cookies, right? And I was able to make it in and out of Albertsons like three times because I go over there for water and yogurt and shit. I I made it out there like three times without her bothering me. And at the very end of the night, I went to go get some like frozen food. I come out and I hear her start talking to me, so I look straight ahead. And I just keep walking. And as I'm walking away, I hear her start like crying and going up to her mom and being like, so my heart broke a little bit. Why? Well, just poor girl, she's going out there. She's probably been ignored like more than she's sold cookies. Maybe she should go somewhere else. And uh, she wasn't, her mom seemed like she could care less. Right, good. So, so she was probably like, that's probably their one day a year where they go sell cookies. <laughs> And then her parents just buy the rest of them to get her through whatever the hell they're getting her through. What about the rest of the troop? The the it was only one girl and her mom. So you you know that she's not like super active in Girl Scouts, but she wanted to. How do you know? You're making a lot of assumptions. Because I used to do the same thing for soccer. You sold Girl Scout cookies for soccer. No, it was something else. Candy bars. Candy bars. It's different. Well, any, anyways, so she starts crying, and I, I just keep walking out. I'm like, oh, shit. So I had $10 cash on me. I ran back. I was like, that was really rude of me. I'm sorry. It didn't make me feel any better. It's mm. the worst story I've ever heard. It's it's a sad, sad Girl Scout story. Why wouldn't you embellish that for the fake sake for the sake of this podcast? You could, that could have been a, such a better story. And then the Girl Scout went into the store and... Burn down the cereal section. Cereal section? Yeah. What a bitch. Yeah. That's fucked up. Did she get in trouble? No. Why not? She's a, she's a little girl. Nobody... She started crying and everybody just... So a little girl started crying because you stiffed her. She went inside and burned down the cereal aisle at Albertsons and nobody did anything about it. No. I don't believe you. Check the news. It's not on the news, is it? I don't want to watch the news. Me neither. It could very well be on the news then. She she could be in police custody right now. I don't know. Cool man. I thought it was a cool story, man. I thought I. I wasn't. Because because you 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 it ended up being a story where the you re- tried to redeem yourself by by buying the cookies, but the way you set it up just made you sound like a pushover, and it wasn't funny. It wasn't supposed to be. You funny. should have started off. You should have been like, yeah, I was at Albertsons and I went out and I dodged this girl like twice. And the third time she was like, hey, listen, motherfucker. And she threw a box of Samoas at your head. I should have gotten Samoas. What'd you get? 
Nothing. I just gave her ten dollars. You didn't get any fucking cookies? No. You know, I'm not upset. I'm not like anything. I'm disappointed in you. That's what I am. I'm disappointed. I hate it when ladies cry. It's not a lady. It's a Girl Scout. She's a kid. She's a little lady. She's a little person. She's a little kid. How old do you think she was? Eight? She was like ten. That's not a lady. It's not a lady. It's not a lady. It's not a lady. It's it's like it's a that's like that's like calling a uh like an eighty five year old woman a kid. Well, she's a good kid. Well, she's almost ninety. Well, just, she was just a little kid. Demeanor. Just fucking cookies, dude. You know, you, you they, those 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 Girl Scouts. They're, they're advantageous people. You know, like they make a lot of money. I know they do. I know they do. It's a corporation for Christ's sake. That's why nobody like gives them shit. They don't like Boy Scouts are, are kind of like the same as Catholic priests. Like the leader guys, like uh-huh. the scout masters, whatever they're called. And have you ever met a Boy Scout? <laughs> when I was a kid, weird. I'm sure I, I actually my my um my my uh buddy and his dad they they were uh in the boys his dad was like a Boy Scout like troop leader or scout master or whatever and the kid was in the, his troop or whatever and you know I, I guess there's rankings there's like a ranking system there's like 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 Willowfoot and then there's like I don't know. Like banana uh, lions, lion scout, and then you know you like eagle scout, shit like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they have like their credo, like scouts honor or whatever. But they like have sex with the kids too. It's fucking weird. I don't understand like how they like like okay like if I was the governing body over a um, neighborhood or a, t- a town that had a boy scout troop where the dad was like banging the kids. I'd shut that shit down too sweet. That's uh-huh. it. Nope, you're done. Yeah. I'm pressing charges against you. No more Boy Scouts in this town. Your little fraternal hood of rapey brotherhood ends today. And that'd be it. But they, 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 they like brushing under the rug. Like the Catholic Church brushing off cases of pedophilia. Like the Vatican's been covering up sex scandals for fucking years. Hundreds of years. They don't give a fuck. At this point, you let us get away with it for this long. You think you're going to stop us now? All because they won't change that one rule. What one That rule? priests can't have relationships. Yeah, that was dumb. It's really fucking dumb. It's out of hand. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's why they keep having all these, like, ancient priests take over. You know? Like, they're not going to have... They're going to have some priest that doesn't have, like, any, any, like, you know, new fucking ideas or anything. Any new fucking philosophies. They're like, oh, yeah, I keep it the way it is. You get a young priest in there... You know, good-looking guy, abs, fucking, like, 35 yeah, years old. Yeah, dude, like, with a fucking, like, a John Deere hat or something. He's from, like, he's from, he's from, like, Maine. <laughs> he's up in the Vatican, and he's like, yeah, we're gonna change some fucking things here, all right? Look at this, first of all, let me get a fucking beer. Something. He's like, first of all, all you priests, you either have sex with women or you don't have sex with anybody, or I'll fucking shoot you. That's rule number one. And the priest would probably, half the priest would probably be like, oh man, I don't like that. I don't like that idea. Sex with a woman. I've only ever had sex with young boys. What do I do? And then, and then we, and then then we have the, the, um, I'm going to hire someone, someone like you. I'd hire someone to be like my, uh, my second in command. You, you'd be like the, the, the VP priest. And you, you just, all those people, I want you to go find all those priests that don't like the idea of having sex with women. You take this, here, take this gun, you just fucking shoot him. That's uh, how we're running things here at the Vatican now. <laughs> I like the idea of camps. Re-education camps. Oh God, dude, no. I'm not spending any money. That's the thing with you. You always have these ideas. They cost money. You know how much a bullet costs? 85 cents? Re-education camps are no. less bloody. No. No. These people, 50, 60 years old, they've been fucking kids their whole life, aren't suddenly going to be able to go to some, some re-education camp. What, do you want them to pray the gay away? No, no, they could just do hard labor. No, you shoot them. Done. I'm not going to have an internment camp, you fucking asshole. <laughs> so, you go around, you shoot them, and then uh, the next thing we do 
is we we address all these other like egalitarian fraternities that have popped up because of Catholicism, like the Knights of Columbus, the Boy Scouts. Gone. Gone. We're not going to kill anybody, but no more of that. No camps. No camps, no. We have like a summer camp where kids play and shit. We're not going to have a camp like that. I don't want to get in, wrapped into any of your fucking weird racial fucking wet dreams, Hitler. It's not racial. It's you want to put people in a camp and make them do hard labor? Catholic. Catholic priests. No. And no. Hard no. Uh-uh. We're doing things different. You get to walk around with a big golden Vatican fucking hand cannon and just blow a hole in their head. You know how hard he beats you know what? dried blood from out from under. You know, you know, you know, you know, I need someone that's that's fucking ruthless. Fine, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. You just su- suss them out for me. Get a bunch of them. Bring them to my office. Hey, come on in. The priest will see you now. The pope will see you now. Pope Rose, yeah, what's up? Bang, done. Next. Or we could get them all And we get like a big org like fucking Hodor from fucking Game of Thrones. Like a big guy like that. Ooh, just drag drag them out. (laughs) I was totally talking about a mentally challenged person when I did that. Ooh, it's like a big fucking... Okay, Pulp. (laughs) That guy looks like a sucks of boys too, huh? You gonna shoot him? Yeah, I am. Okay, drag him out. Chuck them out the fucking window into the back of a wagon. <laughs> the new pope killed 187 priests this morning in an effort to cleanse the church of sexual misconduct. Then you see me and fucking Hodor sitting there. He's like, we killed a bunch of guys that were begging the kids, huh? <laughs> oh god, I, they would love me. They would, they would, they would make me a statue of me. It's me. <laughs> gun in my hand, my foot up on a fucking pedophile. <laughs> Things are changing in the Vatican today. <laughs> KLSOS has a report. Oh, man. That would be great. Oh, my mother would be so proud of me. She'd be like, good for you. Not only did you become the Pope, <laughs> you extend, took care of all sexual abuse in three days. <laughs> I am getting way too excited about this. It's, 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 not, it's not bad for me to, 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 to fantasize about killing pedophiles. I think a lot of people do that. Yeah. Not a lot of them talk about it on a public platform like I am, but... <laughs> but if you think about it, dude, there are, there are a lot of problems in the world today. And a lot of things that... Like... I... 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 Um, I, I, I that I'm genu- genuinely... Um... You know, passionate about like I, I really, really do think that um, you know, like the social injustice and the racism that plagues us is is a serious one of the probably the most serious issue, um, and it's it's always like 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 with racism and in in the in the um the anti-abortion people and like it's always the same people that are against shit like that or that are causing racism. It's always that one. You know the group of people I'm talking about. But you got the people who are, like, you know, pro-life, like I am, and that want to see an end to systemic racism. It's all different kinds of people. You, you can't really, like, describe a person like that and have it, like, cover everybody, like, have it be a generalization. Yeah, yeah. With the other people, you can. Dumb, uneducated, white. Religious as fuck. <laughs> that can be an idea. Why? You're not gonna like it. Why? You want to put him in a camp? Okay, so <laughs> we we start this. Uh, you trying to find the synonym for camp? camp? Okay. Right? All right. You're not even gonna put some spice on the front of it. All right. And we say like you could go over there and learn to shoot guns, go fishing with your buddies, and then you want to breed more of these people? No. When they get there. They just do hard labor. No, dude, that's not. 
It's not going to solve anything. They're still going to be they're still going to be fucking racist. They're going to be more racist. Yeah, but they'll all be in. No, 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 no. We need spot. those people. Like those people. Like we need. We're not. We're not trying to like. Okay, I'm. I'm with you on the population control. I, I'm with you hundred percent. But you want to keep them alive. Yeah, keep them alive. In a camp. That's stupid. It costs money. It costs money. Any way you look at it, it costs money. Um, I get a better idea. I get a VP. <laughs> I get a big dumb guy. <laughs> Bring him to me. Shoot him in the head. I thought you said they need to live. So I can kill him. No. With a gun. With a bullet. Well, if we got them all in one spot. First, I'm going to become the governor of California. And I'm going to go to every fucking maximum security prison. Anybody on death row. Bring them out here. Bang. Done. I'm going to save infrastructure and the fiscal cost that we waste on death row. I'm going to put it back into the economy. Boom. California's all set. I would get elected president if I did that shit. I'd become president. All right. Well, 49 more states all over the country. The cost of travel, the bullets I would need, the cleanup, the incineration, I would save this country. We'd be out of fucking debt. See, you're thinking camps. You're thinking hard labor. Nah. Time consuming. I ain't got time for that. Fucking waste of money. They could mine. Australia. Mine what? Aluminum. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fine. We'll keep a small portion of them alive to mine aluminum. I should have my own camp. If If you stop calling it a fucking camp. Tell it what it is. It's a fucking psychotic person's fucking playground. I don't think you have it in you. I'm more comfortable calling it a camp. Of course you are, because you're Hitler's wet dream. It'll be lakeside. That's not a camp. That's Club Med. Well, no. That's a minimum security prison for people that got caught embezzling. there'll, There'll be a fence and guards in between them and the lake. But they'll be able to still look out at the lake at night. Why do you even want to give them that? Why do they deserve that? Let's say that one of these guys killed someone that's close to you. Or raped someone that's close to you. We don't want to... You wanted them to have a lakeside view? We don't want... We don't want them to kill themselves before they mine their, you know, amount of aluminum. How long do you think they're going to mine aluminum for? I'm I'm thinking like a day or two. Then I kill them. At least a month. (laughs) No. No, 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 no. Because think about it this way. Now, this is where you put yourself in a predicament. This is what you're not thinking about. Even though they're there and they're going to get killed, first of all, they don't know that when they go there. No, Secondly, if you want to keep them alive for a month, you have to feed them and nourish them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to cost money. We feed them the ones that you shot. We're not going to feed them humans. Preparing a human costs money. No, we make them eat it raw. No, dude. They'll die. Not Botulism. After, they'll die. Not before a month. They'll die, Mitch. They'll die. Yes, they will. So, again, Botulism money from eating a raw like human. Food. Yes, really. The kind of people that have been sitting in prison rotting, dude, you'll get sick. Well, you just eat the good it's parts. like going on a cruise, you know. Botulism at the high sea on the carnival cruise. <laughs> you got a bunch of people shitting and pissing on a fucking boat in the middle of the sea, eating food prepared on a boat. It's like a taco truck. Like luck. I've eaten a lot of shit. Out of a lot of different places, drink puddle water. What's your point? I've never had botulism. Were you mining for aluminum while you were doing that? No. Why would I mine for aluminum? Right. It's hard work, I bet. Yeah. Mining for anything. You need to nourish these people. It's like that. That's why, like, in uh, in, uh, Django Unchained, for for example. Why do you think that Quentin Tarantino had the big mandingo motherfuckers after the fight? Oh yeah, here's a beer. Go take a bath. Go relax. You need some strong. You want a bunch of feeble old men? You know who's gonna be able to mine if they're malnourished? Money, dude. Money. You fucking you 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 you're not thinking about the fiscal picture. You gotta look at the numbers. Me and a gun, or you. In some fucking weird fucking fantasy camp. You're gonna go with the camp every right, time. Right, right. You're gonna go with the camp every time. You know that that's what I would do. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Go 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 do your little fucking playground. I would just fucking whack you. You I mean, I mean, you gotta go. Yeah, dude, you're wasting me money. 
You're fucking wasting my money. You wouldn't give me like a month to show that no. I can make it profitable. No, no. that's I'm not gonna waste money. If if, if you're if because like and then we you're not film the camera. You're not understanding. And sell us you're, you're not. You're not understanding. Okay, then we're gonna incriminate ourselves. So that's another fucking thing. You're the president. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And you fucking have footage of the president allowing someone to have a mining camp. Well, you just feeding them humans of the people I've shot. You just you're gonna cost me money. You're gonna cost me my freedom right now. Your reliability. You give me an island. No. And I do all of this on an island. You can either round up the reprobates for me so I can shoot them. You're the part of the solution, or you're part of the problem. And you wanting a fucking cannibalized, driven aluminum mining camp with a lakeside view. It's costing me money. It's a problem. We can at least do like tests. What? On but what is it that you want out of this? You just want to control a bunch of people like that are fucking feeble. You want to have? You want to like 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 Hitler's youth? I want to be a manager. You want to be a manager. So I'm the leader. You're the manager. And I'm the manager. You don't have camp. no. You don't. You don't have the fucking gall to be a manager. A manager has to be the hard driver. He has to be the fucking. You know the the mean one. Yeah, if you're not I, mean. If I if I was doing terrible, I've things, heard you address people here. You're not I, mean. If I was doing terrible things to a group of people and I was given like the moral high ground on them, I would I would be like. Mm. First of all, there's no moral high ground to what we're doing. You just gotta make this me all believe. started. This all started with me being the governor and you being the lieutenant governor and me going to prisons across the state and killing people. With you in a big retard. Because you have a moral high ground on those people. No, I don't. I have no moral high ground. I have no fucking empathy. I have no compassion. That's Wait. why. I, that's why I would be so quick to kill you if you're fucking with my money and my freedom and my time. Dakota, go go get him. Okay, boss. <laughs> Drag you in by your locks and be like, "What I tell ya?" Okay. Yeah, dude. You gotta you gotta be a shapeshifter here, man. You gotta be able to be a different person. If you want to be on my team, you want to be on my cabinet when I'm running things. By the way, I'm never going to get elected to anything once this podcast is. <laughs> you know, I, I say this shit to my girlfriend and she just fucking looks at me like I'm fucking out of my mind. You know, like we'll, we'll be in like Walmart or something or, or not, not Walmart, but uh, what's the other one? Kmart? <laughs> is there Kmarts around here? No. Well, I know there's one in Lakewood, isn't there? There, there was one in Long Beach that shut down next to the Lowe's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got some lumber there once at that Lowe's. I got a theft ticket. Um, we were, we were, I think we were, it was a supermarket. We were like Vons or something. I don't fucking know. And uh, <laughs> I'm like losing my shit because these people are taking so long in line in front of us. And I'm like, dude, I, can you just imagine if I just had a gun right now? Like, bang, bang. All right, now, now it's our turn. And, and like at the frozen yoga place the other day, it's it, and she's just like sometimes you say things and you do things and it's just I don't know what the fuck to think and I'm like then don't think. You don't need a gun. Well, for, pistol whip. For a life. oh, that's another thing too. I was talking about this with Misa the other day. I was like, you know, the first thing I would do if I became president, I'd outlaw guns or I'd, I'd outlaw bullets. You want to kill someone with a gun? You, you fucking pistol bullet. whip them. Yeah, you fucking do it like a man. There's people making their own bullets. Yeah, good. I've seen YouTube them. videos of it. They have that shit on YouTube? Uh-huh. Well, good. Now I, know so. to, now, now I know when I make them illegal. I know exactly where to go get them. Hey, pull up those YouTube videos. Where are they? All right. Hey, tech guy. Geolocate that. Where are they? Let's you go get them. just put a fire hydrant in every store. <laughs> and instead of needing a gun... Too much money. And then just spray them with water. You have to understand, we have to fix the problems first with the money I make from shooting everybody in prison. We have to address problems. We have to get rid of all the people. For, okay, so who's racist here? <laughs> Who at some point in their life has owned a Confederate flag or said, hoorah, that's not in the military? Those people got to go. I've said hoorah <laughs> a couple of times. You know, it goes with your racism. Not racist. Mm. Anytime there's work to be done around the house. Hey, Marco. Oh, the brown guy. Okay. He just said that Asian people fucking look like the sex workers. 
Like sex slaves. There's perfectly reasonable explanation. No, there's not. It's only one. You know what it is? CSI. Racist. And Marco, it's just because for the longest what? time, Why? he was Why? the only like he's a gifted he's person a... in the house. I'm not competent. Well, I mean, besides besides you, he's a he is a gifted gifted world class tap dancer. How the hell is he gonna work on a house? Well, I know. Have you seen him tap dance? It's breathtaking. He's got life experience. It's breathtaking. I'm not gonna watch him tap dance. Why? But you'll watch him work on the house. You racist fuck. I've never asked him to do anything. I've just asked him, hey, Marco, how would you do this? Right. Because he's a guy that sits in front of Home Depot, right? I don't know what he does on his free time, but... Have you ever seen the bathroom at Home Depot? Have you used the bathroom at Home Depot? Yeah. It's a nightmare. Mm. It looks like 15 people that have been eating corn, beans. The bathroom at my work is so much worse. Really? How bad is it? There's like cockroaches. No way. There's like toilet paper. Oh, dude, I'm so glad that I don't eat at anywhere in that plaza. It's not open to the public. I'm saying there's cockroaches there. They're everywhere else. Yeah, 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 for sure. What's over there to eat? A Denny's in Vietnamese? Oh, yeah, I'll never eat over there. I have no need to eat over there. There's an Albertsons right next to I don't shop at that Albertsons. I go to the White Albertsons in Huntington Beach. I say that. Because it's in Huntington Beach, in the neighborhood of Huntington Beach, that is so fucking white that they've, like, made it their job to just, like, have every, like, entity around there, any conglomerate around there, all white people. It's the weirdest fucking thing, dude. I used to go to a meeting. Um, on, it's on Bolsa Chica and Heil. There's a Starbucks. White. What type of street name is Heil? Have you ever uh, yeah, yeah, of course I have. The first thing I thought of when I fucking moved here. Um, so I still live next to Fox. There's, there's a Starbucks, and then there's an Albertsons, and then there's this fucking like Aryan bar called High Roy's, and then there is a um, uh, a uh, white ran. I'm not kidding. A white ran and operated laundromat and nail salon. What the fuck? Right, dude. Laundromat. Right. Right. It's weird going into a laundromat and having someone white come up to you. The pits up, I'm talking about the place that picks up my laundry every every other week. Oh. That's a white ran laundromat. Like when that chick showed up here, I was like, holy shit, you're white. That's what I said to her. And she was like, yeah. And I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> she started laughing. She, and, and, and that's why uh, I, I think we have such a good relationship because she was just like, this kid's kind of fucking weird. He's funny. Uh, I would bang her. I got to cut that out. Did I, t- did, you, did I tell you how um, I found out that uh, Dulcie listened to every episode we do? That, like, every, that I do with anybody? I, I was talking about, on one of the episodes, uh, about uh, some fight we got in. I, was, like, I think it was when I was talking, to, when I was doing an episode with BJ. And I, was just, I literally just bitched about it for like five minutes. About how, like, I was like, oh, she, I was like, this is fucking bullshit, dude. And I, like, completely, because I'm like, cause, like, during the fight... I was just like, yeah, you're right. I just said everything just to make her happy. And I'm like, and the whole time, I just wanted to fucking, like, bang her head off the fucking wall, dude. She was being so fucking unreasonable and such a fucking bitch. But I just took the high road and was the bigger person and just kept her happy. I'm like, if I could ever go back and do that again, I would fucking lay, rip her a fucking new one. So I uploaded the episode, not even thinking. I'm so angry for the fight. And then, like, 15 minutes later, my phone's fucking blowing up. I pick up the phone, my case, she goes, what the fuck? And I'm just like, what is your problem? She goes, why would you talk about that in the podcast? I'm like, you listen to the podcast? And she's like, of course, my boyfriend has a podcast. Of course I listen to it. And I'm like, oh. oh." I'm like, how many episodes have you listened to? She's like, all of them. And I'm like, oh. She's like, well, most of the time I know you're just kidding because you need to be funny on the podcast. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, that last time you weren't fucking kidding. <laughs> She's like, so what would you do? What would you say if you could do it over? And I'm like, I would have fucking banged your head off a fucking radiator. <laughs> 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 so yeah, so now like when I edit it, I'm way smarter about it. 
Uh, yeah, she's like, you haven't been talking about me in the podcast lately. I'm like, yeah, I got other material. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all the outtakes. All right, well, this has been fun. Um, Tuesday, I'll be back with BJ. And uh, are you going to your grandma's on Tuesday? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we'll be here with BJ early to every week. It's getting earlier with them. Maybe I have to come by at like 9. I'm like, yeah, I do fucking mind. <laughs> but actually, it's fine because uh, Monday and Tuesday, I'm up early for school anyway. But uh, yeah, so um, you um, work on your internment camps, and I. <laughs> I'll draw some plans. <laughs> draw some blueprints. I'll, I'll show you that. Never I leave be... a paper trail. I'm doing it on my computer. Never leave a digital paper trail. Oh, I'll tattoo it. Oh, I have seven sections on my brain. Six of them are reserved for awful, <laughs> terrible shit. The other part is the part where I pretend like I um, you know, aren't going to do those other six things. Be smart. So <laughs> All right, Mitch Buchanan. Oh, uh, real quick, uh, you can watch us on YouTube on our YouTube channel. Uh, Zep presents Two Sweetland Briscoes. You can go to our website, zombiepodcast.org. You can listen to full podcast episodes from the website, and also on Apple, Google, Spotify. And uh, the other weird ones. And you can also uh, go to our Twitter, two underscore sweet underscore Lambrusk. It's a lot. Or you can just go to Zep Presents, go to the main page, and then get the links from there. Um, Twitter. Twitter, yeah. Tw- twatting. Reddit. Never Reddit. Twitter. I want to do an AMA on Reddit. <laughs> Ask me anything. Are you really going to do that shit? Yes. <laughs> I got mid- midterms coming up. That's exciting. It's always the best time of the year when you're in grad school. Midterms. And, uh, yeah, this dude's going to keep doing his thing, making me laugh, <laughs> making me laugh and shocking me. Uh, so, yeah. What happened? I'm going to shit. A little horse whiny shit? I, I can't. I can't. All right. Well, before Mitch Buchanan goes boom, boom in his pants, Mitch Buchanan, Polly Firm. Good night, Austin, Texas, wherever you are. All right.